Hey, good morning, everybody. I'm Larry Jacobs. This is 3K12 Education Talk Radio on Flag Day. Remember good old Flag Day, the 14th of June. It's the year 2023. Okay, and this is actually the day that the U.S. Continental Congress first accepted and, and it, it made it official, okay, the, uh, the, the flag with the stars and stripes. That's why we celebrate Flag Day. And it was, I think, it, actually, I think it was 1777 when it happened. Okay, but just a little point of history. And I don't, we don't do much celebrating Flag Day anymore, but happy Flag Day, everybody. Okay, what can I tell you? We've got a nice show for you this morning with NAESP. My good friends at the National Association of Elementary School Principals, and they have arranged for the president of the Maryland Affiliate, Dr. Ryan Daniel, to be with us today. And Ryan, okay, this is really interesting. She is the principal of the uh, Fort Foot. I'm going to find out who Mr. Foot is. The Fort Foot Elementary School in in uh, Fort Washington, Maryland. I know Fort Washington, PA, etc. And we're going to talk about what principals do. Professional learning for principals when school is out. They still work in the 12 month year. Ryan, are you there? I'm here. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. You're a little bit garbled. Are you on a speakerphone? I'm on my AirPod, but I can take I can take it off if you want me to. Yeah, take it off. I think it I think it'll be clear, and I want people to be able to hear you clearly. Is this better? It is better. Hi, Ryan. I'm Larry Jacobs. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Hi, Larry. How are you? I'm just fine. How's it? Is it's a little cloudy up here in Maine? How is it today down in Maryland? Well, actually, I am actually on a bus on the way to New York City with my school for a field trip. So when you ask the principal to do over the summertime, this is what we do the first day of summer. That's, that's great. Now, i got to ask you, this is amazing, is how are you keeping the kids quiet? How do you keep you on the bus? I got, I got on the staff. I got on the staff bus. Oh, they're quiet. On, okay, they're sleeping. I got on. Yeah, they're sleeping. Yeah. That's good. That's all right. It's not a school bus. It's a regular tour bus, right? <laughs> yes. Right? Yes, we are on the car on the seat. way. When we're done, recline that seat and enjoy your trip. That's great. Are you going to see a show or what? So what are you going to, I know, the Empire our, State Building. What are you going to do? Just yes, real quick. Yes, so we, 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 we are, we, <laughs> we're taking them to see uh, the Lion King. So we are going on Broadway. Wow. Wow, Akuna yes. Matata. This is great. Yes. Super <laughs> super excited. <laughs> yeah, they should be super they should be super excited. That's really fun. Okay, that's just a, I just love it. Now when I was a teacher in Philadelphia, we used to take the kids to New York City. Okay, every year. Oh, wow. Not all the kids, but I think the ninth grade if I mean it's a long time ago now, those kids are now fifty. Okay. And uh take them to New York City. So it was always kind of fun. Okay, and it is fun. I hope you have a great trip. Uh, you know, that, that's in the way. When is the last day of school? So the last day of school was yesterday. It was yesterday. <laughs> oh, man, you got the kids. You got the, This is the kids, right, or just the teachers? Yes. No, so this is our, so the, our fifth and sixth graders. They promoted. Um, and so this was their end-of-the-year class trip. <laughs> after school. I love it. This is great. <laughs> after, after school. <laughs> that's great. And you'll be home tonight or tomorrow what's going on yes yes we'll be we'll be home tonight we left we pulled out around six fifteen this morning and i think we are scheduled to arrive back at 11 p.m tonight 
Yeah, good. They'll be tired. They'll be sleeping the whole way. Okay. Yeah. And I, re- I, I remember, I just have to tell that I remember in the school trips when I was a kid, okay, we used to save the seat in the front of the bus for the teacher so we could, when we were in high school, so we could all make out behind them. Okay, so yeah. there you go. <laughs> All right. it's, it's great stuff. Okay, it, it really is. All right. You know, uh, school's out. Your teachers will be leaving probably in the next day or so. Okay, I hope they have a yeah. great summer. They've certainly earned it. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about professional learning for principals today. We've got about a half hour, about 25 minutes here. And you're the president of the Maryland Affiliate of NAESP. And I, and I know you work also on the diversity side of this, which is incredibly important these days. Okay. I got to ask you, Madam Principal, what are you going to be doing this summer? What are you, what, where's your focus lie? And you can talk about the NAESP conference coming up right in your back door. Okay. At, at National Center in, in DC. Go ahead. Talk about all this. So for me, this summer is really going to be pouring back into myself, into my own professional learning. I'm looking to just kind of enhance my capacity as a leader. I'll be attending a few conferences, being able to speak in the conferences. I'm really looking looking forward to the, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the NAESC conference, not only because it is literally in the backyard of my school, but it's, you know, close to home. And so really being able to have, a large number of Maryland, um, D.C. principals and assistant principals Absolutely. come together to have an opportunity to network. So I, I'm just looking for the summertime to re- recharge and because it's been an awesome school year, um, but it's been, a, it's been an exhausting one. So yeah. looking to definitely recharge for the summertime, but then also um, kind of enhance my professional learning, um, focus on what my, my priorities and my big rocks are going to be next year as a leadership standpoint and then, you know, where we can adjust and kind of pivot as a school community. Yeah, and yeah, and we have to pivot these days. Everything, if I, if I may, my kids always yell when I make this phrase, but everything's changing out there, okay? And we do have yeah. to be able to pivot. And I'm curious about that. You know, there's a lot of talk about teacher retention, all right? And, of course, the teachers need a break right now when they're leaving. But a lot, of, a lot of teachers just nationally, I hope not your school, but nationally are leaving the profession. And they're constantly talking about this. And there's not much of a pipeline these days to get new educators. And it's, it's a t- difficult time for that. Okay? And how's that affecting your summer as the principal? I hope it's a, it's a pretty easy one. But you have the whole Maryland affiliate of NAESP to think about, too. And that's got to be on principals' minds. What are you hearing on that, Ryan? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's a, it, nationally, it's a teacher shortage, right? Yeah. And so, you know, we're doing all that we can to retain the great teachers that we have, to develop the teachers that may need a little bit more work, but then also trying to be creative to fill vacancies. I'm very fortunate that at our school right now, we currently only have three vacancies. Um, and so that is that is very small compared to some of my colleagues yes. that are sitting with ten to twenty um, vacancies. And so I think principals this summer, yeah, we're yeah. going to have to be creative. We're going to have to, um, you know, highlight the great things about our school, make our school stand out, so that um, we attract um, educators and support staff to want to come to our school community. You know, and because it's everyone an doesn't thing. want to be a teacher anymore. Yeah, exactly. 
exactly. And there's a lot there's a lot of reasons, and a lot of that is money. We need to respect teachers more. Not only respect them generically, but respect them. Prove we respect them with the money necessary for them to do a good job. Because what they do is incredibly important. But I don't think I have to tell you that. I think you know that. Okay, and and so does yeah, so does the whole world. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. We got to put our money where know. our mouths are. Let's put it that way. We, okay, and the state do, has to do that. We do. Yeah, and I got to ask exactly. you a question. This came up yesterday. I was talking to actually a friend of mine over at NASSP, the Secondary School Principals Association. Okay, and he said, I don't know if you know about this. I'm catching you a little bit off guard on this. There was some kind of bill going through the Maryland legislature that said vice principals have to be teaching 20% of their time. And uh, Adam, my friend over there, told me that that bill was defeated and it was a lot of work, okay, by the Principals Association. I don't know if it affected elementary as yes. well. Well, do you know anything? Talk yes. to me just about that. I'm glad yes. that worked because we need principals to be principals, okay? Yes, absolutely. And we need, absolutely. Teacher, we need teachers to be teachers and grow up to be leaders and or, or teacher leaders, but there, there's a different jobs. Go ahead, just speak on that, please. Yes. So, um, so actually, just this um, past kind of winter, um, NAESP um, affiliates from all over the world, we went down to Capitol Hill to really push um, a few bills to legislators. One in particular, um, just around that idea of making administrators be teachers of record for students. And primarily, this is something that's hot right now in Maryland because of a new um, plan that we have called the Maryland Blueprint. And so this, um, a part of it, there was a, a bill stating that um, administrators were to teach 20% of their, of their day. And so for me, someone like me, I'm a single administrator, so I do not have an assistant principal. So requiring me to yeah. teach 20% yeah, you, yeah, of my day. Yeah, you have 20% day, of your day to teach. Yes, sure, right. <laughs> exactly, yeah. when yeah, there's right. nobody else to to manage, um, you know, just the operations of the building, instructionally provide support to teachers if needed, um, discipline, like parent concerns, any of that. So it definitely, um, I think legislators um, oftentimes think that college and, and professors are the same as K-12 um, yeah, administrators and yeah. teachers, and it's, and it's very different. It's, it's, it's very different. It's absurd. Remember, the people who are trying to pass that bill don't work very hard. Okay, they don't, they you, don't, you, they don't, don't. you don't say anything, I'll say it, okay? These are, these are bums <laughs> with a giant staff, and I'm not, I'm not from Maryland, but I'm just extrapolating all of them, okay? And they need to go to work yeah. for a living and understand that people don't have the time and the staff, okay, to do what Absolutely. they think Absolutely. we have. It's, it, it, it's, it's absurd to even go there, you know? It's just, it's just ridiculous. Okay, and believe me, if, the, if I, have, I don't even know you, Ryan, but I'll tell you, I can say this. If there's a day, okay, when you, go, when you need a teacher at your school and you can't find a substitute, be the first one to walk into that classroom and help out. Yes. Okay? Yes, I yeah, have been this You don't need a bill yeah, I've been to do the that. Music teacher. Yeah, I don't need to. Yeah. I've been the music teacher. I've taught first grade. I've taught sixth grade, like, whatever is needed. And, you know, oftentimes that's not the plan when we come into school. But you got to do what is needed, and when you got to do what you got to do. You have yeah. to do what you have to do to keep the building going. Yeah, right. And tell me about Fort Foot, uh, your school, Fort Foot Elementary. Just brag a little bit about that. What are the kids like? Oh, what's the what's the uh, you know whatever? Just talk about it. Yeah. Bragging about bragging about my school is my favorite thing to do. 
So we, we we call four foot we call four foot the best school ever, and we truly are, um, because I, I say that and we say it proudly that we're the best school ever because of the people. Like we're very much of a community based school. Like even now, this trip to New York City has parents, it has staff and their families, it has their children. You know, it, it, we have a lot of people, you know, that pour into our community and into our school community and students, and we pour back into it. We're definitely a family environment. Um, we are a – we're small but mighty. So although we are a, a school with only 321 students, you know, we really ensure that the impact um, is felt heavily. And I just, just the other day we had our sixth-grade promotion, and one of the students in his reflection, he shared that, even if somebody is not his teacher, like they, they say hi to him, they, they say good morning, they check on him. And I think that that is, you know, a good picture of, like, who we are as a community, that we, we think about the child, the whole child, before we try to educate them because we understand that students come with so many different things. We allow our parents to be constantly engaged um, in our community and in the classroom and in events. And then I, as a leader, I give my teachers a lot of autonomy, a lot of creative control. I make them kind of CEOs of their own classrooms. <laughs> and, you know, if they want to fly to the moon, then I'm trying to figure out what we need to do to get there. Um, and so I think that that is ship. what – Yeah, it's got to be – it's just a rocket ship that we need and we got to yeah. build it. And if I don't have all the pieces, there's somebody on my team, you know, that has the pieces so that we can – get to whatever that next destination is. So, you know, I, I when I say I'm a proud principal, I really am because we've been able to do some amazing things um, in the, just the last two years that I have been there. Um, we've been able to, to move um, a lot of student growth, um, build some new partnerships with our community members, um, and just, you know, get people to understand that Fort Foot is the best place to be. And congratulations on that. What's the community like? I don't know where Fort Washington. Where is? I'll ask it two ways. Where is Fort Washington? I certainly know Baltimore and DC and Annapolis and all that. I don't yeah. know Fort Washington. So where's that? That's a. I know I'm, so, I'm from uh, around Fort Washington, PA, but that's near Valley okay. Forge, kind of, and you know all that. This yeah. is Fort Washington, Maryland. Okay, and yeah. so tell so me, what's, what's the community like, and where is it? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we are located in the southern end of Prince George County Public Schools. So we are really about five to seven minutes away from Washington, D.C. Oh, wow. Um, we are actually, wow. yes, we're actually um, one of kind of the first schools when you come from either Washington, D.C. or Virginia. Um, so wow. that's really unique about, yeah, really unique about us. Um, we're very close to National Harbor, where it, which is where yeah. the NAESP conference uh, will be held, which is actually my boundary school. So my students, that there are students of mine that live at the National Harbor. Um, we are a um, we are a comprehensive pre-K through sixth grade. Um, although this is our last year for sixth grade, um, our demographics um, we are about 60% um, African American, and then about 40% um, Hispanic population. Our Hispanic population oh, nice. is growing. Yes, it is growing, mm -hmm. um, and uh, we, like I said, community-based. We, what's really interesting about Fort Foot, it is a generational school. We have had a lot of families and grandparents and moms that have came, and, like, I went to Fort Foot. My grandmother went ah, to Fort Foot. That's great. So, how, like, how they, old, they stay in the, the building? That, that's actually a good that's, question. How old is the building? 
Yes, so um, Fort Foot was built in 1952, I believe. Like, so we, yeah, so so we are, yeah, we're old school, old school with young hearts. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I like old schools. I went to all old schools in Philadelphia. I think old schools are just fine. Okay. And and I I asked this at the beginning. And by the way, you just said something interesting. You know, the Latino population is growing. Okay. And that's happening everywhere. Okay, the Latino population in schools is just growing like crazy. It's about 30% of kids across the country. A lot of people don't realize that, okay? But it's really a growing thing, which, of course, changes the diversity and all that sort of stuff involved in the schools. And it it makes for culturally relevant education even more interesting. I just kind of think it's cool. I I asked you at the beginning. I'm not sure you even know this. Fort Foot. Who's Foot? F-O-O-T-E. Who is? Do you know who he is? Well, so there's um, Fort Foot is a community um, within Fort Washington. So it's like a smaller community. There's a Fort Foot Park, um, kind of a Fort Foot Trail. Um, so we, not necessarily a person, but more of an area. Um, so uh, like I am have, yeah, talking to the old history said, teacher here, Ryan. <laughs> talking to the old yeah. history teacher. Yeah, your yeah, assignment for the summer, say, Madam Principal, is to find out who Foot is. I'm going to find out who Foot is. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> say pride at the fort. We truly, yeah, you should. Um, because there's a pride, yeah, a pride in the community, um, in that right. Fort Foot community. Sounds like a good community. It, re- it, re- it really, really does. And, you know, when you get, yeah, and you've only been, I didn't know this, you've only been there two years. Okay. Yeah, How long so, have you been a principal? Yeah. How long have you been a principal? So this, this is my seventh year as a principal. Um, before I became I became the principal at Fort Foot, I was the principal at a, another school in, in our county on the northern side, Chillum Elementary. Wow. And look at you. It's seven years of principal, and you're president of NAESP's Maryland group. That's saying something. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, just trying to advocate for principals all around the state of Maryland and nationally as well. You're like the Las Vegas Golden Knights who won the Stanley Cup last night. They've only been there six years. <laughs> That's the same as you. You're the president. Who knows where you're going to be going, okay? It, it, it's, it's amazing. And, you know, we mentioned this earlier, okay, and uh, diversity, okay? Kids need to see people who look like themselves, Okay, and while it's important, I mean, we need diversity in in teachers, too. I don't mean to imply that, you know, uh, Caucasian people or whatever aren't the right people. But it's always good to see, okay, for kids to see somebody at the front of the classroom who looks like them, who kind of understands them intrinsically, obviously. Okay, how we and I know you care about this on a a statewide level. I know NAESP cares about it on a national level. Okay, how are we doing on that? Okay, I mean, obviously, you're an African American person, principal. You're the, the you're the you're the principal think, of a school think, in a in a very diverse community. I think it's wonderful. How are we doing just statewide on that? You know, I definitely think that we still have areas to grow. I think um, that sure, I agree. The more oppor- the more opportunities that we give for principals to learn from one another, to learn how to have those courageous conversations. Um, you know, how to uh, build. Uh, and support school buildings that may not look like them. You know, for me, I think, you know, the ability to be seen and valued as a woman of color and leadership is a fight that I fight daily. And, you know, I try to use my voice to advocate um, for African-American leaders, 
primarily women as well, um, but then also to make sure that students have someone that can, even if they do not look like them, that they take the time to understand where they came from, important. understand their community, understand their culture, that there's somebody that they can connect with. Um, so a part of my work with NAESC is um, with the Center for Diversity and Leadership is to curate, <clears throat> excuse me, to curate content for principals around the world on how to promote um, conversations around diversity and equity and understanding what the difference between equity and equality is and what there the is inclusion a looks like. Yeah, there is, there is, is. There is a difference without, without question. Yeah. Okay, it's giving every, yeah, but, everybody but what they need. Yeah, it, exactly. it brings up an interesting exactly. question. I have, I have to ask you this, if I may. Well, you know, one of the challenges of, of building diverse leadership is that we don't have enough diversity. Obviously, principles come out of teaching. Okay, uh, and, and we don't have enough kids of color. I'll just say it that way: be they Asian, be they Latino, be they uh, be they be they uh, African American. Okay, who are going into teaching? And if we don't have people of diversity going into teaching, we're going to really be hard pressed to find principals that that can yeah. represent a, a diverse. It's really a, a, if I may, these days a vicious cycle. What, what's your thought on that? No, I definitely agree. I think you know you know children want to be what they see. Right. And so, you know, yeah. for me, it's important that our students, for example, I had this school year, I had two African-American male teachers, classroom okay. teachers. And Good. that was important Good. for me, for my students yeah, to right. be able to see a, a male in education, particularly elementary school, not as a custodian, not as a PE teacher, but an actual ah, teacher, right. classroom teacher. You're and right. that got that got males kind of thinking. And then. And I tell them, like, you can do something differently with a student than I can, than one of my female teachers can. But then even, for example, I have a high um, Filipino uh, population of teachers oh. in my building. And so getting, you know, having oh. conversations of how we can support students that we may not understand their background or the way that we were raised and brought up is very different than maybe some of the students that are sitting in our classroom. So how does we, I think as leaders, we have to create a common language of like what empathy and equity look like That's right. for your schools in order to really move the work. And so I think that that is the work of principals. Like the first thing that I could tell any principal that I've like coached or mentor or even just had a conversation with is, you know, what is the, the, the equity language in your building? Like what common language of like equity and empathy have you set? have you collaborated with your teachers on so that everyone, who, regardless of what their background is, regardless of what their race, their culture, when they come into your school, they're included the same as everyone else. It's really interesting, and the fact you have so many. Are, are your Filipino teachers, are they long time uh, here in this country, or did you recruit them literally from the Philippines? Um, most of them were recruited from the Philippines. When wow, our district, good for you. Um, yeah, when yeah, when our district did a um, a big push um, of giving getting more diversity, and we we saw a teacher mm -hmm. shortage, and so yeah, this it, is it makes that is when. Sense. That's yeah. why I asked the question. And that, that's good. That's good. Uh, okay, and it, you know, it, it's it's another step in solving the teacher shortage. And, I, and when you said that, Absolutely. it just struck me as that, and it's it's it's, it's that's very very interesting. You've got a good good group there, a good multi-ethnic mix 
uh, of folks in there. And just before we go, and you're going to get back to your nap and watching the scenery pass by on the bus, <laughs> okay? And <laughs> and uh, actually, you're going to have to pass. I just thought you're going to have to bypass I-95 in Philadelphia because of that bridge collapse. I wish you luck with the yeah, traffic I'm, up there. I, I know. Yeah. I know. That's why we try to get out earlier. This yeah, day. probably take the Jersey Turnpike up. That's probably what's going to do. I'm thinking about it now for your driver. Okay. But <laughs> at any rate, okay, just real quick, July 10th, 11th, and 12th is, is the NAESP conference, okay? And that's a big conference. It's really nice. If you're thinking about becoming a principal or are a principal, uh, an assistant principal, if you're a leader in schools, it's a good conference to go to at the National Center, okay, in D.C. What do you, do you, do you want to add anything to that, oh, Madam President of the Maryland Division? Here's the Absolutely. deal. If you're in Maryland, you better go. You're right there. You're in your you bet, that's it. That, that, yes. you, just, you helped me out right there. If you're in Maryland, you better come. <laughs> like, if you're in Washington, D.C., you should be there, right? Because, yep. you know, if you really want to grow your network as a leader, if you want to, you know, create thought partners in this work, and if you really want to pour into yourself and grow as a leader, then you definitely should be at the conference. Because what I always enjoy about the NAESP conferences is that I leave with so many more ideas than I came with, with so many more connections yeah, yeah. and people that I didn't know before. And now I have thought in the work that if there's something happening, I can call a principal in Texas or a principal in Wyoming where maybe a year ago I wouldn't even know anyone that lives there. So I think that um, it gives a great opportunity to, to be in the same room and spaces with leaders that are in the work and understand some of the challenges and ideas and, you know, mountains that we often have to move as a principal. Here, here. I hope everybody goes and check it all out at NAESP.org. Thank you, Ryan. This was great. I want you to enjoy Lion King this afternoon. Akuna Matata. Thank you so much. Thank you so <laughs> much. Have, have a blast. Have a great day. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. And have a great summer. Take care. Thank Bye-bye. you as well. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Ryan Daniel. Dr. Daniel is the principal of Fort Foot. She's going to spend her summer finding out who that's named after. Fort Foot Elementary in Fort Washington, Maryland, right near National Center, National Harbor. I keep saying center. National Harbor, where the conference is going to be. You can learn all about it under events at NAESP.org. Okay, I hope they enjoy The Lion King. I'm Larry Jacobs. We're going to archive at ace-ed.org, which is our home website. Please see it. Go over there. Everything we do over there is free for educators at our Consortium for Equity and Education. I'm Larry Jacobs. Thanks for listening.